Okay, good morning everybody, everybody as well. Yesterday we spoke about, <laughs> sorry I went a little crazy on the Columbia stuff. Once you get started in that world, man, <laughs> it's crazy, crazy. We spoke yesterday about the culture of easy, the fakeness, the fakeness. I don't know if you have the same experience as I do, I don't know. Maybe I'm just, I don't know. I'd love to know. I really would love to know. I really love to know. The the part of the challenge of doing a show like this is that you don't have the people in front of you that you can like get either a nod or a yes or a confused look. If you agree with me, this like culture of it's easy. Man, I'm telling you. It was ridiculous. Law school was ridiculous. People pretend I, I can't even tell you. I can't even and then it it wasn't it wasn't even like bad enough that they pretended they didn't study before the test. The best part was after the test. I mean that's the best. Like oh yeah. Yeah, I I, I didn't realize that like Yeah, so I sat at the test and I'm like I just gotta wing it. That's what I did. I just like showed up and I'm like, let's do it. I mean, I got 15 minutes of studying in and like, I don't know. I ended up with an A. I'm like, you got an A? Studying corporate tax, of which half the stuff you had to memorize after 15 minutes of studying? Man, you should be like the Fed chair. Like, that's amazing. You must be the smartest person ever. Like, it's unbelievable. And it comes from like an insecurity. Or it comes from a forgetfulness. We forget how hard things are. Our brain doesn't have us remember it. Right? How many times have you told like a younger person, like, ah, that's not so hard? How many times have you gave that advice to somebody? Someone's asking you like for advice in high school. And you're like, nah, it's high school. I mean, how hard can it be? It's high school. When you were in high school, you thought it was really hard. But now that you're like 20 years out, you're like, oh, come on. It's high school. We forget. It's hard to remember. Our brain isn't in context. Even if we are being totally honest, it's hard to remember. It's hard to remember our past. You ever tell your kids, like, come on, go on the bus to camp. You'll make friends. Like, you ever tell a kid like that? Kids sitting at the like the bus stop for camp, like totally nervous. You're like, "What's the big deal? It's camp." Like, how hard could it be? Grab a ball. You'll see a guy. You'll play ball. Like, you'll be great. Don't worry about it. How hard could it be? What are you nervous about? Remember when you went to camp for the first time with no friends? It's hard. Camp's hard. Now, if it works out, then it's amazing, and it usually works out. But we forget what it's like to get thrown into a fishbowl with other kids for two months. Having to fend for ourselves. Seeing a clique that we're not part of yet. Or at all. It's hard. We don't remember that. We're, we're above it. We're past it. It's, it's just studying. It's not real work. 
Wait till you get to the real world. You didn't think that when you were studying. And it, between me and you, if we had to go back to school, a lot of us, like, and take tests, and for those who had to go through the system, like, high schools to college, colleges to graduate school, graduate schools to the job, like, if you had to go through that system again, where, like, you're worrying about whether this grade will miss you up into this school. It's harder than real life sometimes. We forget. We make it sound like it was easy. We perpetuate this culture of easy. We don't watch the players and how hard they practice. We don't have time for that. We watch the games. And even when they show you the documentary of the player, they're only showing you like three snippets. So you think you went from working hard to being an all-pro in like 15 minutes. We don't see the hard work. We don't see the challenges. It looks easy. Greatness looks easy. Life looks easy. And you and we buy this this rhetoric that great people they like grace through life. It's easy for some people. And if it's hard, then I must be doing something wrong. Because parenting should be easy if I was a good parent. Like, the kids should listen. Like, if I was doing it right, my kids should listen. Right? And when I go to someone else's house and everyone's well-behaved, clearly I'm doing something wrong. Marriage is supposed to be easy. And if I was a good spouse, or if my spouse was a good spouse then it would be easy. It's supposed to be easy. And if it's hard, there's something wrong with me, or something wrong with you, something wrong with it, or something wrong with God. It's, it's a scam. What can I say? It's a scam. It was designed to get us to buy stuff, I'm sure. And if you believe in the economic way of seeing the world, everything is designed to get you to buy something. Nothing wrong with that. I'm not blaming anybody. I'm all I'm all for all this entrepreneurialism. God bless. Do do what you got to do. I mean, you got to do it within boundaries. Got to be fair. Got to take care of people. But you know, I'm not trying to take away someone's ideas. But it's always meant to be easier, and that's good, really. Really, I think there's a lot of value there. Like in the old days, if I had to get on an airplane, like I had to like call a travel agent, right? They had to print out a ticket and they mailed it to you, and you got it in the mail and you came to the right. Today, I had to change my flight last week. I kid you not, I had to change my flight. I had to go. I have to go somewhere. So I, I bought a ticket online in like three on my app in like three minutes. Found my dates, picked my seat, click, 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 done. I had to change my ticket. Like two years ago, to change your ticket was like a deal. You had to call up the, the desk, 
you know, you're a certain status and you gotta like ask the lady nicely, can you please waive the fee? And she has to look to see if there's an open spot. It was like a thing. It was like 50, it was like a 30 minute phone call. Two years ago, not like 1989, like two years ago. And to call up, and I don't know, let me see if there's a spot for you, Mr. Harari, and I know, but it's a change, because you're this, you're a, whatever, you're a platinum, you fly with us, we'll let, we'll waive it for this time, don't let it happen again, and you're like, thank you so much, you really, you're so incredible, I really appreciate it, right? I'm like, so I'm sitting on the train coming home, and I'm like, I gotta change my flight. So I'm like, there's an option to like, just text Delta, I'm like, just texting. I'm like, can you change my flight? And like, someone pops up. Sure, no problem. We took care of it. We turned it. Like, I'm like, holy cow. That was easy. That was awesome. That was so easy. They're making it easy. You know why? Because that's how you stay with, with Delta. So there's a lot of value in having things easier. I'm not taking away from that, but it perpetuates a culture that it's supposed to be easy. Here's what happens. If we could talk this through for a few minutes. What happens is when things are supposed to be easy and they're not, or let me say it like this. When things are supposed to be easy, your brain starts to say easy is the right way. So since your soul is extracted from challenge, right? Just like you wouldn't think to run a marathon by it being easy, we don't know that with our soul because we can't really tangibly we can but we most of us can't feel our soul so we don't know that we believe in the easy route we can't extract out the greatness from within us so we've got this existential angst of I know I'm more but I don't know how to actualize it and so what we do is we start to look at other people and either are envious of them or try to copy them right this happens sometimes I see this in, in, in professionalism where people see someone else be successful so they shift their business model to be them See this sometimes with influencers. Whether they're influencers behind the pulpit or behind the microphone, behind the screen. They're doing their thing and then someone else does something different and everyone loves that. And they go, ah, I gotta be more like that guy. There's nothing wrong with a little competition, but changing who you are, and we're all guilty of this. I'm not saying this from a pulpit. I'm saying this from the ground. I don't feel like I am working hard enough at my own greatness. I gotta start looking around at the people that I think are great. I gotta I gotta be like them. I wanna act like them. I wanna I wanna be them to some extent. I'm envious of them. I wonder why I can't be like them. Why do they have the perfect blank? marriage, life, career. I want to be like Mike. So I'm going to eat my Wheaties. 
and buy Nike sneakers because I want to be like him. I want to be like that person. So I'm going to dress like that person. You see this in high schools all the time. Unfortunately, between me and you, you see that as people get older too. Really. Like you see middle-aged people dressing like other people in their circles because they want to be like them. So when someone wears something, I want to wear that. Now, if it's nice and stylish, God bless, wear. If you're taking from other people and you come up with ideas and you think it looks good, God bless. Nothing wrong with that. But when we do it because I'm trying to find me, I don't know how to bring out what's inside me. So all I know is that someone else looks like they're doing well. So maybe the answer is photocopy them onto me. That's what's missing. I'm in the wrong job. I'm with the wrong people. I'm wearing the wrong clothes. I'm saying the wrong things. Maybe if I acted like them, then I would have what they have. Now there's nothing wrong with growth, nothing wrong with seeing success, and remember success leaves clues, nothing wrong with learning from people, nothing wrong with that. That's natural, normal way of living your life. You take in from everything. And if someone does something that you like, what? fine. We grow from each other. But there's a small distinction between I want to be the best me and so I'm getting information from the world and I don't know how to be me. So I got to be somebody that's not me. It could be why the Ten Commandments. You know what's amazing? Ten, command, ten Commandments. Top ten list. With some significant commandments in there. Don't murder Right? Like, it's a big one. I am God. The Shabbat. Honor your parents. Right? Like, there's a lot there. Stealing. You know what one of the commandments are? Don't be envious of somebody else's life. Don't be envious of some... Don't look over at someone else's stuff. Why would God put that in the Ten Commandments? Maybe because God is saying, because if you do that, you're losing you. That the Ten Commandments are spiritual principles. And there's no better way to lose you, your soul, your potential, than by just trying to be somebody else. And we act this way we act this way when we don't know how to bring it out in ourselves and the way you bring it out in yourself A is you stop worrying about it and B you start working for it and I think that's the connection as we pull back from discomfort as we run to easy we block our own channels of greatness. So then we try to copy someone else's. And that doesn't work either. And now we're lost. Now we'll talk about this. Alright everybody, have an amazing day. With God's help, I can't wait to see you again tomorrow. Have a great day.